Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mind Body Spirit You on Blog Talk Radio. This show is a collaboration between five women and spirit or universe, all brought to you by www.mindbodyspiritu.com. That's the letter U. There are weekly shows on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two Wednesdays a month at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and two Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, covering topics about all things healing, spiritual, metaphysical, and we even throw in a bit of science. Many of our shows include time for you to ask for assistance on your journey, and you will be able to experience some amazing healing modalities and receive guidance authentic spiritual guidance right here right now many are aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our mind bodies and spirits and that's exactly what we are here to discuss so please join us in the spiral of life and together we will learn grow and heal now let's get started with today's show. Hi everybody and welcome to Mind Body Spirit You here on Blog Talk Radio. This is Tracy Liebman. I am the host tonight and I'm joined by a wonderful person that I met up in Asheville named Michelle. Hi Michelle. Hi Tracy, how are you? I'm good, thanks. So before we get started with Michelle, I just want to let everybody know that we will be taking calls and Michelle um, is willing to answer questions about her visits to see John of God and different types of healing modalities that she uses and that she's witnessed him use. And so feel free to call in if you'd like tonight. The number is 646 595 2385 and I will also be monitoring the chat room on Blog Talk Radio. So if you're on online uh listening from there and you'd like to ask a question via the chat room, feel free to do so and I will relay it over to Michelle. So um let me give you Michelle's website too. So Michelle's whole name is Michelle Denise and her website is crystalhealingbed.com, and she lives and works in wonderful, beautiful Asheville, North Carolina, which I actually was just up there again. I went back to the Mountain Light Sanctuary. I couldn't stay away uh, just recently. And I, when I went on July 4th, I was being guided is the best way to say to looking up crystal healing in Asheville, and I was thinking I would tack a healing session on to my visit to the retreat center that I had been to. And that is how I found Michelle, and I did experience a healing session with her and the crystal healing bed. And I'm sure I'll talk a little bit here and there about my experiences throughout this call, but it was... um, Really amazing, and I can't wait to hear more uh, from Michelle about it. But as I typically do with these shows, I ask my wonderful guest if they would be willing to share information about um, their process of becoming a healer in Michelle's aspect. I know she does Reiki, but she also does tours to see John of God and also has her crystal bed from John of God that she works with. So, Michelle, will you tell us a little bit about your journey? 
Sure, I'd be happy to, Tracy. Well, it began in 2006. Well, actually, a couple of years before that, I first heard about John of God. I had gone to an alternative healer myself, and she said, I don't know why, but I feel like I'm supposed to tell you about this book. And it was a book of different healers, short stories, and the last story in the book was about John of God. And I didn't read it there, but I said, you know, I just feel like I have to go buy this book. So I did and just picked it up and read it cover to cover. And the last story in the book was about John Agab, this famous healer in in Brazil who I had never heard of. And I was immediately drawn to him. It was a, a magnetism that just took all my attention and I thought about it constantly and I thought I've got to get there I've got to get there and so it took me a bit to accomplish that and made my first trip there in 2006 and met this incredible man known as the miracle man and and kind of coined the name John of God, though he doesn't really like that. He's a very humble man and doesn't like to be given credit for anything that happens there. But I was able to experience this personal visit with him, and really my my whole life began to change. I, I went to have a crystal bed session at his center, and had what I would call a vision, probably the first one of my life, and I saw very clearly that my life was going to change and I was going to be a healer and I would own one of these crystal beds and it was all, it kind of took me back, honestly, and I thought, uh, wow, I, I don't really know what's happening. And I visited there for two weeks and have since been many, many times and visit him in New York and take the crystal bed when he comes to visit the Omega Institute when he does U.S. visits. And really it's just changed my life. I, You know, I have the crystal bed. I use that in a practice and was told in a subsequent visit that by owning this crystal bed, it would be part of my spiritual evolution. He told me very clearly. So... That's what I do. I now guide tours to Brazil as well. And you know, John of God blessed me to bring this crystal bed back. And then following that, blessed me to bring bridge to Brazil. And I guess a lot of people now know about him because of Wayne Dyer. has been in the media a lot because of his healing with John of God last year. He had terminal leukemia and John of God healed him of that, and he's been talking a lot about it, and subsequently Oprah went to visit Wayne Dyer, so I find that a lot of people now know about him through all of the publicity that that's received, and um, it's just, it's been a magical journey for me, it's a magical journey for most people. For those people who don't, haven't heard about him and don't know about him, he is a beautiful, humble Brazilian man who has had this gift since he was a teenager that when people come in contact with him, they heal from any type of physical, emotional uh, type malady. And he's become quite famous. People travel there every week from all over the world to receive healings from cancer and AIDS and paralysis and people in emotional ruts that have maybe suffered a tremendous loss in their life. And he, you know, is able to, he says, see everything they've ever felt and experienced and sees them energetically and it is able to shift things within them where they're they're able to begin their own healing journeys and so it's an amazing experience it's certainly been an amazing experience for me in my life yeah i'm sure and i sorry i got i mean i'm listening to you but i do have questions from 
the chat room, and I also there is one caller, so I was doing. I didn't know you were going to end right there, but I am ready. Okay. <laughs> so that's my okay. first question, actually. Um, about you said it, the last thing you said, and then you were you were quiet, was how amazing the journey has been for you. And so I don't know. Can you give any specifics about how meeting him? Um, and you mentioned, I don't know if he told you or if you saw it in the like the visualization that it would change your spiritual journey. Like, can you tell us a little more about that? How that actually, you know, has affected your life? Well, I was um, basically in real estate. I had owned a travel agency previously and had sold that and was was in the real estate world when I first was drawn to travel there. And my first experience with him was he told me I would have what they call an invisible operation or an intervention. And it was probably the most powerful experience of my life where you sit in this room and you're prayed over by John of God and, and other people who work with him. And you're, then you're to go back to your room and go straight to bed and treat yourself as if you have had an operation in a hospital. And I had the most amazing emotional purge of events that I really did not know had affected me as a, a child up to my early 20s, you know, such as a, a fatal car wreck and, and some other incidents. And I, these came to the front of my mind and I was reliving them as they were cleared out of me is the only way I can explain it. And I was like a different person after that. I was lighter, happier, more free of, you know, any kind of worries. And it just was an incredibly life-changing experience. Mm. And so that kind of began the journey. And yes, all of the information really came, has come to me in visions at, at my trips there. He, The first one I was shown I would do this kind of work, and I really, I have to say, I had never had visions, wasn't a visual person. Um, and the next time I went, the only thing I asked him for was continued support in my spiritual evolution because I felt really blessed and happy where I was in my life, um, so I didn't have any specific challenges to ask for assistance with, and he said, go to the crystal bed, which is where I get all my information when I go there, and that time I was shown, just like the first time, that it would be part of my spiritual evolution, and I heard that uh, that time, which you know, the first time it was visual, the second time it was more of a, a voice I heard. And it said by taking this crystal bed back to the U.S. and working with others, it will be part of your spiritual evolution. Because, frankly, I was a little resistant to this whole uh, turn in my life. And I thought, this is also crazy what is happening. And so I think it was supporting me and knowing that everything would be fine. And you know, to step forward on where I was being guided. Yeah, that's cool. So do you still, um, I mean, it seems like a silly question. Of course you would, but how often, I guess, do you lay on the crystal bed and do you still get um, amazing insights when you do so? Well, I do. You know, I probably a couple times a week, you know. I'm I'm uh, a lot busier than I used to be, so I have to remind myself to take that time too. And yeah. you know, it's just like it is for clients. All the sessions are very different. If the same person comes weekly, their sessions are very different. And I believe a different, another layer, a deeper layer of, things are being cleared away. The way I see it is anything that doesn't serve us in our life, physically, Mm -hmm. mentally, emotionally, is cleared away. 
And so each session is very unique, and I find the same for myself. Sometimes it's a very altering spiritual experience, and sometimes it's more subtle, and, you know, I'm just very present laying there under the light. So it's, like I say, it's different each time. Will you tell everyone a little bit about the bed so they get a vision, since I'll probably continue to say the crystal healing bed. (laughs) I know what it is. Because I've experienced it. Well, they used them at the center. John of God said it came to him in a vision to create this. And uh, they're in the process of, they had 10 there at the center, and they're adding about 8 or 10 more rooms right now and just completing that construction. Uh, But what it is, you lay on a massage table, face up, fully closed, and there is seven crystals that are on a stand, and they're aligned over each of your chakras. And behind each one is the corresponding chakra color and a light. So when I turn the lights on, it radiates the color down through the crystal onto the different chakra areas. And what it's doing is opening and balancing the chakras and breaking up any dense energies. And as that happens, people have all kinds of experiences. Sometimes they cry and have an emotional release. Many, many times I've had people get up and whatever their physical condition was, it's just gone. Um, You know, sometimes they have a spiritual experience. So like I say, it's very unique each time. But you just rest and listen to the music. The lights radiate the color down through the crystals uh, and... And basically, people just rest. A lot of people go into a very altered state or feel like they they come in and out. Um, sometimes people are fully present. Mhm, mhm. Well, I'll talk a little bit about my experience later in the call if we still have time. But for right now, I feel as though we have. I I want to let the chat room know that. Um, there's a couple of questions there, and we will get to them. But there is one person on the the phone lines, and I would like to switch over to her so that she can ask her question. Is that all right with you? Sure, that's Michelle. great. Okay, good. All right, yeah. so typically I go and I ask, like, who, when I'm not interviewing. <laughs> anyway, but I'm not doing that. I'm just going to bring her up live, so I'm not sure what her name is, but her screen name is, like, Cat Bray. <laughs> Let's see. Hi, are you with us, caller? Kathy, Pat? Oh, yeah, hello. Okay, here she comes. She's multitasking. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know. I forgot I was on Skype. Um, did you, did, did I you have a Skype? Do you have a question? You're on the, the radio show with Michelle. Oh, let me see. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I just saw Wayne Dyer um, this weekend in D.C. Uh-huh. Uh, did he talk about his experience? Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, um, I don't think I have a question. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Typically, well, like I said, that's fine. I, yeah, can't typically... think of a, I can't think of anything right, right. If you decide... If you decide you'd like to speak with us, just press number one, and then I'll know. Okay, I do want. I do would like. I do want to come and visit you in Asheville, though. Well, please do, please do. It's a beautiful place, and I'm sure you've been here and know that. So. No, I've never I, been there. Never been there. Well, Tracy can attest to how beautiful it is here in the mountains. A very spiritual lovely place so i just love it here and uh i just uh, i just heard the rock girl say she was uh moving part part time there do you know her the rock girl i do not <laughs> no okay there's okay. probably lots of rock girls up there huh michelle no. well her name i mean her website is the rock girl right right yeah oh. yeah but lots of people that are into crystals it's a very um metaphysical town so i had no idea yeah it's beautiful lots of yummy food places to visit and also lots of healers and oh yeah 
It's mm-hmm. a cool place to go visit. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Well, let us know if you have a question, okay? okay Sorry you. I surprised I'll you. I'll just listen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that was still fun, right, Michelle? Always an adventure. Well, sure. And, and she did mention Wayne Dyer, and I'd be happy to speak a little bit about that. I did briefly uh, mm-hmm. before, but I, as I said, I take the crystal bed to the Omega Institute when John Agad comes to the U.S., and I met Wayne Dyer there last year, and he personally told me his healing story, which a lot of people, I think, have seen on PBS and read about in his new book, uh, but... He was actually in Hawaii, and a friend of his was in Brazil, and he said, frankly, I thought the whole thing sounded a little woo-woo, and how this guy so far away was going to help me. And they told me they were going to do this long-distance invisible surgery, this intervention, and I was to go to bed and rest afterwards, and I thought, you know, I live in Maui. I really want to go for a walk on the beach. And he said the surgery had been complete, and he went for a walk, and he made it about 100 feet, and he said I collapsed and could barely make it back to my room and began this healing journey. He said that was absolutely incredible, And as I said, the whole interview was aired on the Oprah Network, and I believe it's still accessible on her website at Oprah.com, but it's a fascinating interview. It's about 40 minutes where he tells the whole story of how he had this healing experience. So even with John Agat being in South America and Wayne Dyer in Hawaii, you know, it was just, uh, an incredible healing. Mhm. Mhm. I know. I saw that, and I typed to a few people um, in the chat room about this because we mentioned it earlier. Like they were like, "Oh, I hadn't heard that." And I saw it on Super Soul Sunday, so I think that'll help in the search for finding um, the Wayne Dyer episode with on Super Soul Sunday. It is on the OWN network, so. Um, I do see we have a caller with her hand up. Let's try again. You wanna? <laughs> I love, I love, I love the adventure here. So I just have to get on there. And now I'm gonna say my sorry, my mouse isn't working right on my computer. I'm gonna say that the phone number is three two one. It starts with three two one. Hello, are you there? Yes, ma'am. How are you all doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. You know? Do you have a question um, about any of this that we've been talking about? Um, I'm I'm just tuning in. So what's the subject? Oh, uh, John of God, you're on live. Just so you know, <laughs> it's not we're not behind the scenes. Um, and healing with the uh, crystal healing bed that he invented. Wow. Yeah, but that's, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How would I be able to access that? I'm sorry, what? How would I be able to access that healing bed? Oh, access it. Um, Michelle, go ahead. You can talk. You can explain to them. Access the crystal bed? Was that the question? Yes. Yes. Well, I am located in Asheville, North Carolina, and I do appointments where people are able to lay under these crystals. It's called a crystal bed. It's more of a crystal shower. Um, And so I don't know where you're calling from, but that is where I'm located. I do take it on location to other places in North Carolina and North Georgia. So... um, but currently, most of my appointments are out of Asheville, North Carolina. Wow. And go ahead and give him your website so he can access the information there, too. Sure. It's The website is crystalhealingbed, which is all one word, dot com, crystalhealingbed.com. Wow, that sounds very interesting. I'm, well, I'm, it's... I'm, yeah, it's fascinating. You can access 
the uh, email uh, if you have questions about it that you don't want to ask on live radio. Feel free to email me or contact me by phone as well. Wow. Awesome. Do you do reading? I'm no. sorry I did not. She, he asked if you do readings, like um, psychic work. Uh, no, I don't. I find a lot of people have a lot of clarity after their their sessions. So, you know what I, as I alluded to earlier, you know when you clear away what I believe everything that doesn't belong or anything that doesn't serve your highest good, people get a lot of information themselves and themselves. And um, not to discount readings by any means, but I find people have really amazing experiences of their own clarity and their own uh, psychic abilities opening up as well. Yeah, that makes total sense to me. Thanks, yeah, caller. Definitely. Well, I'm definitely fascinated by crystals. Like that's my number one. That's my favorite uh, spiritual tool. Crystal. Little. Oh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever Thank now I'm just I'm throwing something in there. <laughs> have you ever just sat like if you have a question because you're asking about readings, just pick whatever stone you're um feeling called to and just sit with it and you know meditate and then possibly write. You may be able to find the answers that you're looking for. I have found that that crystals have helped amp up my Ah, connection to, I like to say, all that there is because there's just so much. So give that a whirl. And I hope that someday you get to experience it. Thanks for calling us. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, Michelle. So let me ask you um, a question from the chat room, which somebody asked what what it was like to be in John of God's presence. I know that's kind of an, an, a very wide, open question, but what was it like? Well, it's different each time. The first time, it it was kind of surreal, I would say, and because I feel like it's as close as you can be on this planet to being in the spiritual realm. Like the veil is just so thin, and... The next time I went, I remember feeling the most unconditional love that I had ever felt in my life. I knew when I looked in his eyes, he knew everything I'd ever felt, experienced. I just wept tears of joy. And so it's different each time, but he is a full trance channel, and these different beings come through him, um, saints. Uh, deceased doctors from Brazil, and being a, a channel or a medium in Brazil is is much more common than you hear about in America. And so I think the experience is different depending on who is coming through him at the time. As he says when he incorporates, he means he's embodying this being, and he has absolutely no recollection of it. Um, and then there's times where I just feel there's this complete knowingness, like a fatherly kind of love. Mm. So um, it's it is different each time as as the sessions with the crystal bed are. And, you know, as I said, they're different. Mm-hmm. So it it all depends, I think, who you are in in front of. But I always feel this benevolent, loving energy and. You know, in the last year, I had a lot of people um, go weak at the knees and may even lose consciousness in front of him. I have never had anything close to that experience. But then last year, after all these years, I had to take deep breaths the whole time to make it through the line in front of him because the energy was so strong, I felt like I would lose consciousness. Wow. So that is a wide, broad answer because, you know, there have been many different experiences. 
Yeah, it's a varied experiences and everybody experiences it different. But it is a good, I mean, it it was a clear answer. Um, Yeah, I understand what you mean in the sense of feeling um, the the love, you know. And and then I wanted to ask about, you said the channeling in Brazil is a lot, like, more common than here. And then my question is, why do you think that is? Well, I I believe that... um, America in general has gotten a lot further from any indigenous, you know, it's indigenous culture mm-hmm. where, uh, you know, a lot of people that come from Brazil come from, the, you know, the south of Brazil and, and very poor areas and haven't been exposed to city life and materialism and TV and um, all the outside distractions that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think if we as a culture were to go back to the Native American culture and shamanism, you know, we would be, and and a lot of people are, you know, certainly here in Asheville, but more connected to it where it's just, it's not common in mainstream TV America. Exactly. Yep, yep. Yep, um... I I want to I guess I want to say that I have meditated on that question about like you know why the sixth sense, right? Why why is it where has it gone? Like it seems like we used to have it meaning forever ago, right? And then looking at it this yeah. way too, it's cultural, right? And that uh-huh. what you're saying and I've thought about that that the the um, people that live more tribal lives, they live more in villages, more with the earth and simple lives. They've had to, well, not well, yeah, a little bit of had to, right? Had to keep those senses to stay safe, like we did originally, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Using but. those senses along with our instincts and all that stuff. Whereas mainstream uh, modern day culture, America and other, you know, the European countries that are you know, very similar to America. Um, And Japan is getting so big, you know, all of that. That, yeah, we just, we sort of, it seems like we just sort of lose our sixth sense. So for some that might be that connection to spirit that they can channel or um, connection to earth, connection to crystals, connection, connections everywhere, you know. So then we, some of us decide, oh, I want to get reconnected. (laughs) And we start to reawaken those things. They're, they're all in all of us, and the abilities are there for all of us. As as you mentioned with the gentleman asking you if you did readings, right? That may not be your something that you're like called to do because you feel as though you're called to share this work of John of God and you have this healing bed here, which there are only a few in the United States, that they can get that from their own spiritual, I always like to say spiritual team, whatever that may be, um, while laying underneath the the bed. And now I feel kind of called to share about my experience. Um, it was pretty, it was really nice. And, and for a flicker of a second, I don't know if you remember this, but I, I know I shared it with you. It was like I sort of felt him come in, John of God. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like, it was just like this energy. It wasn't that he had a conversation with me. He didn't have anything to tell me, but it was just like this whoosh, and then he was gone again. And I was like, oh okay. (laughs) Um, And I just, I just wanted to share that. So like his energy comes through that, right? Absolutely. You know, for every crystal bed he allows to leave Brazil, he sends. He says that he sends a team of the angelic beings that work with him with it. And people people often tell me that they feel that in the room, that there was this really loving presence or they had a vision of a doctor in a white coat or, you know, so it is common and, and very much so that that energy comes in, you know. And I can explain to people scientifically about, 
You know, they've known since the 70s that, you know, that crystals had these amazing healing powers and the color therapy combined with it. But then there's the aspect of John of God's energy and the energy that comes through him, not John of God the man, but John of God the medium who allows this energy to come through him. And so that's what people will always say, well, what can I expect? And I have no idea what each person will experience because that you can't explain or quantify. And it's just such a beautiful, amazing experience. Yeah. And and that's so true with, you know, energy work in general because you also are a Reiki practitioner. So, you know, it's like people want to know, well, what is Reiki? How... What what will happen? You know, it is always different. Um, the energy is hard to explain or, well, not even that hard to explain as much as we have no way of knowing how something would affect another person. You have no way of knowing how I would be affected in that time, you know, when I laid under the bed. But and I think it's interesting to think about the idea of I said I felt like I could, like I see, like I saw him in my mind's eye. John of God. It's interesting because if that it's possible that because I know who he, I knew who he was, I've known about him for a while, that I could connect that feeling of the spiritual team with him, you know? <laughs> Not to say yeah. that he's like by locating or anything, but that the team could have like helped me see it that way as as seems to be true in this kind of work that um no matter what you're, if you're a medium you know if you're psychic if you talk to spirit guides all this sort of um uh other dimensional work the energy of that spirit works with the energy and knowledge of that human so i think because i knew what he looked like etc that it was sort of just like okay you know, like confirmation that that was coming through. And the other thing that I would like to say about that in the sense of how the the um, sessions would always be different is that I had spent that night up at the Mountain Light Sanctuary and had been sleeping underneath the trees in nature next to a river, right? And I was already pretty blissed out or really blissed out. And so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just wonderful. It was just like the icing on my cake, so to speak. Nice, thick chocolate. <laughs> the crystal bed healing was, right? But if I, Absolutely. Uh, if, yeah, but if I lived up there, because I live in Charleston, I'm just saying that for the audience, um, if I lived up there and could come to you in one of my periods where I'm like, oh, my God, you know, so much is going on or this, that, and the other thing, and experience it then, you know, it, I'm I, I'm guaranteed it would be different, you know? Well, absolutely. But, and, you know, it does, even in Brazil, it is different depending on how open the person is. People can be very close and resistant or, you know, be preoccupied by their day at work if they come to my office. And I do find that, it helps them open and relax, but even when they come in that state and they still have good experiences. But another thing is I think, like you were talking about, it comes at the level you're at. You know, it can be someone very advanced on their spiritual path and it may come in an amazing way that they understand, or it could be a mom from school and who's never done anything remotely like this alternative. And, and you know, I'm speaking of one recently, and she said, well, you know, I kept hearing the name John, and I couldn't think what that was about. And then when I got up, I thought, oh, my gosh, John of God. And <laughs> so... You know, she needed that. That that was her validation, and it came through in a way she could understand. So I think it comes through in a way unique to each of us and where we are on our journey and, like you said, at any particular given time as well. Right, right. 
So I have a question um, from the chat room about healing blindness. Have you ever heard if he, that's all they asked is um, how about healing blindness? So I don't know if that person is experiencing that or has a loved one, but have have you ever heard of him being able to heal blindness? And um, it's a two-parter. And if you could tell us a little bit more in depth about the different modalities, because I know that he does psychic surgery as he did with Wayne Dyer, and he also does physical-type surgery. So the I guess wherever you want to start with that double-header. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'll start with the modalities. Yes, uh, sometimes he may prescribe herbs for you only. Sometimes he may tell you to go to the crystal bed and then return. A lot of work happens at his center by sitting in, it's called current, which is a meditation where you're holding a space of love and healing for all these people passing before John of God. It's like a chain of love and energy, and which is what I do in my office when someone's on the crystal bed. So those are some of the different things. Sometimes it's an intervention, an invisible surgery. The only time a physical surgery happens is if someone specifically requests that. A lot of people will have that fear, and it gets a lot of sensationalism, but it's probably about 1% of what actually happens down there. And John of God says that's not necessary unless it's for the person's belief system, that they think they can't heal without something being removed. If it's oh. a, a tumor or something of that nature. So he will do that, um, but he says it's not necessary. Uh, and it's, you know, you have to meet certain parameters of age and answer some health questions uh, to qualify for that. Um, so those are some of the modalities. A lot, you know, people want to keep passing before him, and it's really not him, the man, who is helping you. You know, he says there's thousands of these benevolent beings around him and around the center and around the whole vi village constantly helping. So he encourages people to do their work. Don't keep coming through the line to see me twice a day. Sit in current, do your work, and people will feel incredible things happen there. You know, mm -hmm. shifts, they can, people release a lot of emotional stuff, and people have a lot of work go on there. He says that's where most of the work happens. Mm -hmm. And uh, in relation to the blindness, I do know I have a very dear friend who was close to complete blindness. He was told to learn Braille uh, while he still had some vision left, and he really just didn't want to surrender to that and traveled to John of God. And since he's traveled there many times since and has had his vision completely restored, so I personally believe there's nothing that cannot be healed there or mm -hmm. anywhere. Um, you know, a, a magic happens with John of God, but I don't think, I believe we're all energy beings and nothing is permanent and impossible to heal, in my personal belief. I agree, actually. And what great news, right? Absolutely. So, yes, absolutely. You had that, I mean, your friend had that experience, so that's that's really amazing. Um, I'm just, I'm pausing because I see that I think we have another caller, but I think I will check in with that person before I just bring him live. I think that might work a little better. But I wanted to um, get you chatting about something, and then I'll check in through the you know, through the studio. So I'm really grateful to hear, because um, that's something that has come up, like, in the, you know, in talking about this with friends or other healers, blah, 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 about John of God. And 
or bringing it up for the first time or they see something on YouTube where he is actually doing physical things with a knife or something, that that, that is about the best way to help that person, that that person has like requested that type of healing and is not necessarily in belief that it could happen the way it did for Wayne Dyer from across Correct. the continent. <laughs> Psychic. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's beyond a lot of people's belief system. And, you know, if you block it thinking this is absolutely not possible, then, you know, you you certainly are energetically putting up a wall for your healing. So that that is one of the circumstances you know, where he says he will do it because he can see in the people. You know, you write a note where you go before him and you write what you would like to receive healing with. So before it's even translated to him, he knows what's on your note. He knows what you're thinking. He knows if you can believe in this. He he knows everything about you. And Two seconds, he sees you as a hologram and everything about you. So there are those instances where he where he will do that, but it is a bit frustrating that that's what he's he's gotten known for because so much happens that does not require that. But of course, that's very interesting to people that someone does that. But it also, I think, attacks people that say, um, "Oh, that's not." not possible, you know, he's a charlatan or this or that, but the fact Mm -hmm. is, this man has been there serving people for 40 years and charges nothing for you to enter his center. If you would like to make a donation, you may, but there's nothing required of anyone to come there. You can be of any religion, any faith, he embraces all faith and tells you you need to change nothing, you need to give nothing that this was a gift given to him and he gives it freely to others. Yeah, it's so amazing. It just blows my mind. Okay, so yes, I do have a caller. Her name is Wanda, and she wants to talk to you about this, so let me bring her on. Hi, Wanda. Hey. Yeah, I was just listening to you guys, and uh, y'all were talking about why a lot of people, why Americans have gotten away from healing, or not like how Brazil and such is, but Back years ago, like my great-grandmother, she was a healer. And she mm. hid it because people called her a witch. I don't think she charged anybody either. And um, I was told that some of the stuff that she, she used the Bible as well. But I do believe when you go back to, like, the Indian ancestries and such, the reason they hid that was because of the stigma they were getting from people around. Hello? I'm here. Yes, well, that, I was waiting that's, for Michelle. <laughs> yes, that's absolutely true, I believe. You know, uh, it was hidden a lot, and it was not accepted. And and then I think a big thing happened in America in the 1920s and 30s when um, a lot of universities began getting a lot of funding from pharmaceutical companies, and it it modified the way they began to teach where in even in Europe, you know, there's still a lot more natural healing and remedies. And I think it's going back to that in America more, but it shifted the way the consciousness of the doctors, the healers that were, were coming through at that time. And, and it, I do believe it's about, you know, reconnecting with, you know, what I believe, and you said as well, Tracy, we all have this, but mm-hmm. if you have a TV, a computer, uh, iPhone, and everything going on at one time, it's really hard to hear the inner voice and what you're being guided to do because I think there's many healers who just don't hear the voice. Yeah. Uh, Michelle, have you, Michelle, are you there? I am. Okay. Um, I was wondering, I wrote in the chat room, have you heard of the, the Melungeons? 
The group of people. I have called not. Them, okay, they. I was just my grandmother. She was a Melungeon, and it's a race of people that they don't know where they originated from. And my grandmother told me that her mother told her that they were from Portugal. And um, hmm. I wonder if that's got something to do because I looked up uh, John of God and he's from Portuguese, but that's where my great grandmother. What I was told, but they hid their who they were because they were they were kind of like treated like scoundrels, <laughs> cutthroats mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They hid their race, and it's like a hidden race, but it's M E L U N G E O N, and they're around the Appalachian Mountains a lot in Kentucky, Carolinas. But uh, you can look it up. But I'll let you two go. Not okay. go. Well, thank huh? you. That's interesting. I will look okay. that up. All right. Thank you. All right, Thanks bye. for joining us. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Yes, I, I I think it's pretty amazing, you know that, and you're right about the Europeans are. Um, it, it has affected America has been affected deeply by capitalism and materialism. So, <laughs> you bringing it back to the idea of the pharmaceutical companies and um, colleges, etc., being funded, and then it just grew from there and. And that, you know, natural healing wasn't going to pay off. And now we have to worry some, <laughs> some about it not, you know, we have to be cautious about who we ch- who we trust and where we go for our natural healing. You know what I mean? It's, well, absolutely. lots of people are but, getting into it, you know? Yes, very much so. And... Um, you know, it did take on a life of its own after healing, that is, mm-hmm. after the pharmaceutical companies got involved so heavily in the colleges and natural healing, as you said, there's, you know, it's a, not a big profit margin in herbs. And right. so things change dramatically. And I think people do still need to be mindful just because someone is a holistic healer or, you know, a a natural healer, that you still have to, you know, use common sense. And most importantly, like I encourage all of my clients to do when coming to me, to trust their own inner guidance, you know, and listen to that voice. And, you know, how do you feel in your gut, you know, about... Uh, when you need to come back and how long of a session you need because I think it's about empowering ourselves and reconnecting to our intuitive abilities as we've talked about. Right, and our healing abilities because having that understanding and deep belief that we can only um, allows what happens with another healer, including uh, yourself or someone like me, you know, underneath the crystal bed, it is um, enhanced by that knowingness that this is going to work. You know, this is this is really this is going to work instead of the skepticism. Um, so Wanda, who was just on, is writing in the chat room, and I wanted to bring this up. Remember how she was the person, except for she had a different name in the chat room. But <laughs> so now I've got it figured out, though that asked about the blindness and she's saying that um yes she was um blind in one eye from an accident and the other one is like um is failing so to speak those are my words from a rare eye disease and mm-hmm. she also asked about well not asked about but sort of mentioned that she went on your website and saw and I don't know about this so I'm asking about it saw that you could send a picture in, or go yourself on the tour? Is that is there? Does that sound familiar? Yes, you can send a photo with me when I go on the tours. Uh, people are often guided, you know, either for physical reasons or spiritual reasons to travel to Brazil themselves, as I was. You know, it's just a life-changing journey for most people. And so that's an option. People can visit in person. I make trips a few times a year. The next one is February 18th, and the next trip with available slots in it. 
And I also take the photos. And what happens is your photo is presented to John of God, and he will look at it and do a long-distance reading on it and prescribe something for you. Most often it is herbs, and they're energetically imbued herbs. It's just passion flower, nothing. It's the same herb for each person, but he says he energetically imbues it for you and what you need. And I know of people that have healed of cancer just from taking these herbs. And sometimes he may put an X on the back of the photo when someone has a more serious condition and asks that they come in person. And that's what the X means, that you need to come see him in person uh, and experience. The energy certainly is stronger there uh, many times over. So that's generally what happens when you send a photo. And then there's a protocol. You have to follow a dietary uh, protocol and some dietary restrictions to follow while you're taking the herbs. Mm. Okay. So right before we have like um, uh, just a few minutes left, let's mm-hmm. talk. Let's talk a little bit about that. So like the next tour, um, people. Um, finding out a little bit more about that and how how that all works in regards to going with you on your next tour and or sending a picture if necessary, if they hear this on archive. You know what I mean? How Absolutely. to get in touch with you, et cetera. Well, the best thing to do is visit uh, com and there's information on the website with the date of the next tour, what all is included, um, and they're very affordable. People often think, oh, I could never afford that. It's so expensive, but it's the most inexpensive two weeks you could probably ever spend abroad. And um, so they can get information that way. And then, you know, certainly follow up by email or phone. I'm happy to answer any specific questions. And then if someone wants to sign up, I email them the tour application, and uh, we go from there. And I, you know, walk with them every step of the way, guide them through their, you know, getting their airline tickets, which they do on their own, but I uh, help them. I know a discount tour operator who can get lower airfares, help them get their visa, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, so... That's the first step is to visit the website, you know, send me an email. There's a link on there to the tours that tells all about them. Okay, sounds good. And um, I'm intrigued with this picture idea. (laughs) So is that open to anyone for anything, or do you have to have a specific illness you're trying to heal? Because I really believe in this idea of the distance healing. You know, I really, I'm like, I don't know if if I even feel like I need to go there exactly. I mean, someday I'd like to, out of um, exploration, but I'm certainly not, like, in dire straits to need to go. And then my family's so young, all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Right. Well, I understand that. That's why I didn't go exactly when I first heard about him. My children were young. But it's certainly a spiritual pilgrimage, and I think people know when they want to go there. But certainly anyone can send a photo for any reason, as with visiting him. I think as many as half the people that visit are spiritual seekers, and don't have a physical malady, but I don't think one is more important than the other. We're all spiritual beings, and whatever you're in search of, you deserve, and and it's important. So people can send a photo and, you know, receive a blessing from him, or you can send a photo and get the herbs, and I certainly can answer more about that online, but there's the two different levels where You just receive a blessing, which I had many people do on my last tour, and several said they started feeling shifts in their life before I even returned. And then some opt to take it to the next level and 
take his herbs. Mm-hmm. And uh, and as I said, they're they're passion flower. There's no contraindications. So, you know, I'm happy to take photos as well. You know, I've this, Michelle, I'm, this are, we're yeah. almost out of time. I'm sorry, uh, we can't fine. go over on Blog Talk Radio. So, let me say thank you to you. You are thank most you. welcome. Thank you for inviting me. And I will talk to you more about this. <laughs> so thanks so much. Good night everybody. Thank thanks you. for joining us.